Swingers Couch podcast is intended for mature audience. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. If you're not over the age of 18, this podcast is not for you. I wanna wake up in the morning with someone new. I wanna do the things they say we shouldn't do. I wanna wake up in the morning with someone new. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Swingers Couch Podcast. This is your host, your Latin lover, Carlos, and I am here with my beautiful, sexy wife, Autumn Sims. Okay, everyone. Today's show, we're going to change it a little bit because we don't got really sexy stories to talk about. So we're going to talk about... And you'll find out why later. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking, like, what can we talk about this and that? So I started going through some old emails. I found a few questions and stuff. I'm like, oh, let me put something together and let's talk about how this works in a lifestyle. You know, one of the questions was, can the lifestyle be healthy for your relationship? Mm -hmm. My answer is it could be or it could not be. Right. Because it depends on the people. It depends on your relationship. True. Because if you got a good relationship and, you know, I'm going to talk about us. This has happened to us. Right. We had a good relationship. On the personal level, we uh-huh. had, I guess, great sex, sex life. We were honest to each other, as honest as we could be to that point. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because we wasn't really openly <laughs> sexual with all these Correct. different things. You didn't, you didn't know I was That's a swinger when we got married. If I had only known then, would I know now? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you're good in the relationship, that's like when we got together, I was like, She's, can she be the one that I could really go into a lifestyle with? We had a good sex life. Yes, absolutely. And kids came. Fucking kids. <laughs> and ruin everything. <laughs> and now we got to try to keep this little ones alive. You know. Do we really though? <laughs> <laughs> not not anymore. They they like pretty. They're self-sufficient. Uh, it's so awesome. They're pretty good now. <laughs> Just throw them some snacks. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and McDonald's. <laughs> like little, like those little shows or those memes or whatever like with the kids and the teenagers where they're like little fucking dinosaurs that come out of the room like you just like throw them shit and be like here take it goodbye yeah that's what they are (laughs) yep we ended up exploring not really exploring because it was me exposing you well i don't even i don't even know because into the lifestyle Uh no it's wrong no 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 no. no it's not wrong when you ask, oh, that, you know, those are the swingers at the club, like we had told the story so many mm-hmm. times. I was like, oh, shit, can, can, can she be the one? Now, I'm when the kids happen, actually, I was listening to a song today. And I was like, oh, shit, I was partying in the truck. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the kids came around. So we got to keep these little kids alive. That was like our main purpose in life at that time. Once they got, they were old enough for us to really start enjoying Ourself again, right? Our sex life have slowed down a lot. Uh huh. It was like routinely now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's eight o'clock on Friday. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we. So then I'm like, damn. Well, let me try to see if I can introduce her to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I did. If listeners want to listen to the whole story, they could go back to to episode one, two, three, and those very early episodes. The lifestyle worked for us. Yes. I don't know if you know the situation, 
everybody's situation is different. Right. But I feel like it made us so much more closer than before because we started opening up with each other more, telling each other more. Yep. Not not that we ever really kept secrets, but yeah, maybe I'd see a guy and be like, holy shit, he's hot. I'd, I'd do him and I would be afraid to say that to you. But now I'd be like, babe, 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 babe. yeah, I totally fucked that guy right there. Like him right there. You see? And you'd be like, you want me to set it up? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just letting you know. I'd fuck him in a heartbeat. <laughs> and but, you do the same with me. Yeah, but now I'm, I'm we go to places and I watch, I'm like, watch you. Just watch you look. And you'll be doing the same thing because then, then a girl passed forward and we'll be like, shit, damn. I'll be like, yeah, I know you saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was so, right up your alley, 100%. It works with us, you know. Now, when can the lifestyle, in my opinion, will not work if you're having problems in your relationship? Then the lifestyle could do more harm yes, than good. Absolutely. It is definitely not something that you want to do to be like, well, I'm going to fix our marriage and spice things up and make our marriage better by doing this. It's not going to work that way. It's like when people are like, oh, we're going to have a kid to make our marriage work. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Well, the thing is, the right word is, like you said, trying to fix our marriage. If your marriage, you don't have a solid foundation on your relationship at that time. It will do more damage because I've seen it many times, you know, and then then again, be honest with each other, because at that time you could be doing it just to make trying to make me happy. Right. But then something's going to happen at a club. Let's say we go to a, to a club or anywhere. Something happens where I get to play it or something in any kind of form and you get upset or vice versa. Right. It could be I see you played and I'm like, what the fuck? She got some, I ain't getting on, you know what I mean? Guys are like that. Especially right. coming new into the lifestyle. Exactly. They are. They. It's, well, you did it. It's my turn. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You have to be a good understanding, mm-hmm. a, a good com- communication, good trust. For real. Trust you know? is a big thing. Like you and I message other people all the time. Like even the couple that we've been talking to or whatever, like. You text the wife, I text the husband, but we don't have any animosity and jealousy about it or anything like that. Hell, I even made a joke about you today. I was like, oh, you you in there taking sexy pictures to send to her? Hmm? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> but, you know, we were okay with that because we're open about it. And we also talk with each other about it and we tell each other what's going on and everything. We are very open about that whole situation. Yes. When I think of the trust is like, if you gonna play with someone, you will communicate it with me to me. Right. If you l- like somebody, you communicate it with me. If we open to everything, you know, we got access to each other's phone. Uh-huh. You just tell me, oh, let me see, let me see, let me mm-hmm. see what you're saying, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, here, you know what I mean? You go both both ways. I will do the same. There's no problem. There's no hiding. There's no text deleting. There's none of that shit. Right. Because once you start doing that, that's where there's a problem. You start deleting texts, you start deleting messages, or you're trying to hide it. That's where there's a problem. That's where it goes beyond the we're in the lifestyle thing. And there's more going on to it than that. Yes. So it was the same thing. You know, now new couples, when they come into the lifestyle, they don't understand that. Right. And it's hard because we had that issue. It's hard to separate. Right. And we had that issue to begin with, with me. 
you know, I'm not afraid to own my faults, but you know, it was with me and me messaging and texting and not that there was any messaging or texting that was really wrong at any, in, in any way at all. But I felt like insecure about talking to you about it. Right. You know, I was like, oh shit, how's it going to feel? What's it going to say? You know, that type of shit going through my mind that I just was deleting it and kind of doing it behind your back. Yes. Like I said, I'm not going to go behind your back and text a girl and you not know it because the first thing is like, I come home and be like, hey, listen, um, look, hear this message. Oh, you know, like I pretty much get messages on social media. I text with a lot of people. I try to. Which I can you. always see all those anyway. Always include you. Because we're all joint account with all yes. of the accounts online, like SDC and all that stuff. So I can always see the messages that go on. Plus, I get notifications on my phone. Oh, this person messaged you. This oh, person messaged you. I got my notifications all. So. Oh, see, I get them. And I'll be like, oh, oh, oh. Ooh. I'll be at work like, oh, f- oh, shit. Fuck. Nobody, nobody saw that, right? Like nobody was there. Yeah, I keep my phone down and everything because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's a, that's that's a big thing. Trust is a big thing in this. If you trust your partner, if you you know communication, back to communication. At the beginning, like you said, we, when that happened, you wasn't communicating with me. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't feel comfortable and confident. Yes, that everything was okay. You know what I mean? It yes. was just. And, you know, that was our first time. That was our first person. It was our first time. It was the first experience. So it was all very new. So we had a discussion and everything. We sat down and and talked. I was just getting ready to say the same thing. We sat down and talked. And talked. And I'm like, look, this is what I don't want. You know, I don't want you to go behind my back and and do this and do that. If you want to do it, that's fine. You know what I mean? I just don't do it behind my back. And we talked. We talked it out. We fixed it. And that was what? Freaking six, seven years ago. Probably around so, there. It's been a while. From there, from there, you how many how many people have you been texting with? Mm. <laughs> that happens, especially when you got a new couple coming into their lives. Like, I gotta take a drink. <laughs> like, I said, oh, like, I was like, wait, what? So, Why are you thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but let me take a drink. The we always now, after we talked about all that, now we could share everything and talk right. about everything. You know, talking about sex, just to begin with, is hard. I grew up very Catholic. Yeah, me too. So, you don't so, have sex until you're married, damn it. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I fucked all that shit up too. Don't worry. Don't worry. So when we got together and you tell me, oh, I went into Catholic school and everything, I'm like, damn, how she's going to see it? How she's going to think? And then you come out like, I don't have the swingers. Oh. Oh, sounds really good. And you all happy about it. I'm like, you want to go over there? No, no, no. They so, were cool, though, because we did meet them. They were awesome. We are cool. No, not we, us. We them. are them now. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Ooh. Ooh. That is true. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> so that's that's one of the things that you got to keep in mind if you're coming into the lifestyle. You know, it could be healthy for your relationship or it could not be healthy for your relationship, depending where your relationship is. Correct. Definitely have to have a solid ground to begin with. Now, if you make it work, it's a fun experience. It's fun. We enjoyed it. We, you know. It's so fun. What are you talking about? We enjoyed every aspect of it. But if not, then I don't got no experience on letting you know when that shit happens to me and I try to get my ex to it and she said she flipped and I was like, okay, no more. Then never asked again. I try not to cross boundaries like like that and make a fucking person feel so fucking bad. You know what I mean? Right, of course. Besides that, the lifestyle or the aspect of the lifestyle is people knowing Mm -hmm. you're in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Now, basically, everybody around us know it. Uh Uh-huh. Know it to the point where the kids know it. Yeah. <laughs> when they bring a conversation I have with my daughter later, 
I hid the lifestyle for a very long time. Not because I was ashamed of it or because I didn't want people to know because I don't give a fuck. But I explained to you and like everybody that I know, I didn't want people to see me wrong about it. Right. And you know what I mean? So well, I, you think I, of it a lot deeper than most people do. Well, but I, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, like I've told people before, like we don't go up and right away tell people, you know, we're in the lifestyle. We don't again, we don't care who knows if they find out or whatever. But it's not like you're going to go meet Joe Bob down the street, be like, hey, Joe Bob, we're swingers. Nice to meet you. How you doing? You know what when I mean? We fucking? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's up? You know, no, we, you know, but eventually everybody always ends up finding out. But the thing with that, like, you know, you say people find out, oh, they're swingers and we have friends over and they're just regular, normal friends that we're hanging out with. And everybody's like, oh, I bet they're fucking. I bet they're fucking, but they came over to fuck. And it's like, no, like, it's not like we have normal friends, people. Okay. (laughs) Yes, we do. We we do have vanilla friends. We have normal friends that we hang out with. Yes. That we hang out and we talk to and everything. It doesn't mean that every person we fucking interact with, we're fucking like, it's not that everybody, but everybody thinks that anybody, the people that are not into the lifestyle, assume that right away. Mm -hmm. Okay. So sometimes like, like we said, we have a party, like the people that know, that we're in the lifestyle, our friends, they'd be like, and then we bring somebody new, they'd be like, you fucking know? I'm like, no. No, they go to fucking little, that little kid go to school with my boy. Right, like, exactly. So, you know, I'm like, no, it doesn't happen that way. And and they'd be like, oh, well, I saw her, I saw her staring. I saw her. I'm like, no. And then the other friends start finding out because some of our friends don't keep their mouth shut. Don't be like, we could have new people and they'll be like, oh yeah, the, the time we did this, the time we did this party, the time we hang out here. Mm-hmm. So they started, everybody started freaking finding out. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Just keep it simple. Then they go about, again, the conversation that I have with my daughter, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. They go about it like, oh. Now, let's let's just throw this out there before anybody asks questions. Your daughter is 27 years old. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it's not like it's like a 14, 15-year-old daughter. No, she's she's 27. It's, it's she's, she's a grown adult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she also has her own life experiences. Yes. So, they come around and be like, I don't, I don't know how can you do that. Uh, I couldn't do that. I'm like, bro, it's not a big deal to us. It's like, yeah, we, we don't go behind each other's that. back. We don't cheat on each other. Right. Because we don't. There's no cheating involved. If if I'm attracted or want a guy, I tell you same way that you do or whatever. So there's definitely not any cheating. Cheating would be us going behind each other's back and me messaging somebody or you messaging somebody and I don't know about it. That's what we would consider cheating. Yes. Without e- each other knowing. Because even if... We're going to play like and anything happen or you call me, be like, hey, listen, this is about to go down or anything. I wouldn't get mad. Right. And you you can do the same because like I told you, don't ever stop a situation where something could happen for you just to come and check with me. If you have a situation and we've already kind of discussed, okay, we're going to a lifestyle party. We know things can happen. If you're in one room and I'm over in the kitchen having shots, you don't have to be like, oh, shit, hold on, ma'am. And run all the way to the kitchen. Babe, it's about to go down. Is that okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? You could be like, oh, shit, babe, I was in this room. This bitch started sucking my dick. And all of a sudden we were fucking. And I'd be like, no, shit, I'm over here taking shots with the fucking husband. Like, that's just hot as shit. (laughs) We'll be saying that here in a fucking podcast. And that shit happens. So. <laughs> so, but you don't, it. yeah, you don't. It's not like that. It's not like, you know, yes, we have our boundaries, we have our things, and it's it's always a permission thing between us and between everybody else as well. But it's, I've always told you, don't 
stop a situation from happening when we're already kind of in agreement of we're in this type of situation. You don't have to stop and run to me to make sure it's okay if you fuck the girl over here and I'm not there. Yep. You know, we do everything with with each other's permission, with each other's knowledge, with each other's blessing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to go. I'll be like, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> now, I won't go behind your back and, and, you know, start texting someone and freaking deleting the messages and trying to go sneak up and, and, and trying to get, you know, right. get, get laid. Right. You know, I'm like, that's that's not going to happen. Because, you one. know, there's a situation with somebody that could happen with me. Oh, yes. Which you're very aware of where I could just be like, oh, shit, babe, it's about to go down. Just letting you know, you know, and you won't be around. Well, no, I won't be around, but. You guys will be hearing the whole story because I would not hear a thing until we record that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we don't hide that shit with each other. You know what I mean? We we pretty much clear. I know everything. You know, our friends, sometimes we have a stupid conversation and our friend be like, did you knew that shit? I'm like, hell yeah, I knew that shit. You know, like tell each other everything. Literally, it's crazy how open and communicative we are with each other. Like we've said before, I think on many podcasts, like, well, we go out, we hang out, we do our thing. And then we come home and like our decompression moment is you and I having drinks with each Uh other on the back porch. We're drinking, we're having a good time and we're discussing your experiences, Mm -hmm. my experiences, our experience, your views, my Uh views, what you saw, what I saw, what you heard, what I heard. And then that's our like, like you said, reconnect. That's our decompress and reconnection moment where we get back to get together with each other. Yes. It's the best time ever too. (laughs) I have to say, I love it. It's one of my favorite parts of the night. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the the conversation I have with my daughter. Like Like Autumn said, my daughter's 27 years old. 27, yes, I think she's going to be 20, 27. She's, she's, she's going to be 27, 28, something like that. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't think about that right now. Nah, no, definitely not. Too but, many drinks. So she's 27. My daughter's 27. So she called me because she called me at least three times a week. Yes, she least. does. And she don't just call me. She FaceTime. <laughs> so she's like, dad, blah, blah, blah. We talking, you know, we go through the motion. I love you, baby. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. What can I help you? Whatever, 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 you know. Oh, I miss you, dad, whatever. You know, we go through all that thing. And she was like, dad, I was talking to my boyfriend and this and that. And he was like, and he said, I don't know how your parents, uh, how your parents do it. I don't know how that worked. I don't know if it would have worked on me. And, and this and, and that. And can they even cheat on each other? Like, yeah. is that even a thing? Could they, could they even cheat on each other if they're like that? <laughs> I was like, I looked at you and I was like, cause you were like yeah. in your zone with her. And I looked at you and I was like, is she talking about us? And I'm like whispering like, is, is she talking about us? He's like, I don't know. I, don't, I, was, yeah, like, I was like, I, I raised <laughs> in my hand like, oh, I don't know. So she keeps going like, well, I told them. I said, look, my dad and his wife, they get along so well. Their relationship works so good. I'm envious of their relationship. You know how things work with them and everything that works for them. And anyway, you think I'm going to be the only woman you're going to fuck for the rest of your life? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, okay, now. Like, okay, you're an adult, but you're still my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> what like, are you doing? Okay. I, what can I say at that time? I'm like, okay. And she's like, so, well, you know. Like, I'd rather for you to tell me than for, for you to go out there and cheat on me. This and that. I'm like, right. Well, okay. that, I mean, that's true. If you come to that, if you come to that decision in communication, it's, it's great because yes. you don't have that, that cheating one or that, you know, if I lust after somebody and I want to fuck that person, I'd be like, babe, 
I really want him. And you'd be like, all right, let's set it up. Let's figure out a way to get this to work. And I'd be like, all right, let's do it. He's got a wife. We can do that too. Let's yeah. bring her in with it. Let's do it. <laughs> no problem with that. But let's go to the watering <laughs> hole. <laughs> and then the last thing she said, she was like, and you know why? Dad, I told him. I said, and I have proof of their lifestyle. And I said, yeah, she's talking about me. Fuck me. She's talking about me. <laughs> Definitely like, oh, talking about me. <laughs> she's talking about us. Holy shit. <laughs> so that was the conversation with my daughter and everything. I was like, it was, it was an experience. And like I said, we put everything in this show. So when we come back, cause we're going to take a break. My drink mm-hmm. is like gone. Mm-hmm. And I got a potty like really bad. Damn so, alcohol. So we need a refill. And when we come back, we're going to bring word of the week mm-hmm. and we're going to bring some more stories. The time of the year is coming where we usually slow down, slow down a little. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll talk about all that in the next segment with that, guys. If you guys have any questions about the lifestyle or just want to get in contact with us, please feel free to email us at swingerscouchpodcast at gmail.com. We just might feature your question on the show. But don't worry, it will be anonymous. You can also send us a text at 352-820-8685. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to leave a quick rating or comment from where you can get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Okay, everyone, we are back. Yes. Welcome back. It's like a TV show. I think it's from a TV show, like an old... 70s, 80s sitcom. That's where that song comes from. Anyway, go forward. Okay, like I was telling before, guys, we go and into our slowest season. Yes. It's when we like usually slow down and not really play much. Uh-huh. You know, we got the kids going back to school. Yes. And that takes a lot. Right. So. And then we have, you know, we have our oldest, youngest. Yes. Your oldest, youngest. Yes, mine. <laughs> That sounds really weird. So your oldest, youngest of mine, his birthday is next month. Well, my birthday is this month. Yes. So we have my birthday this month, his birthday next month, your birthday the month after, plus Halloween. Then we get into Thanksgiving. Then it's like Christmas. So this is our like quiet time, typically. Though we're probably going to get a little bit busier. We're probably going to do more. Yeah, well, that's our vanilla time. But... This time, it's a little bit more extenuating circumstances yes. as to why we're well, slow. Well, the thing is, I don't think we're going to slow down this time, around this time because we've been dealing with a lot of um, invitations to go places, a lot of invitations to go do meet and greet. We're not going to slow down because people are inviting us. Right. To so many events uh-huh. and like parties and they're falling to the same time. That we always have something planned with yes. our family. Yes. Like we have a couple of invites coming the end of this month, but we have our big party we're throwing because yes. we have our big party. We're throwing a big party for us for our 10 year wedding anniversary, my 40th birthday and your 50th birthday. Yes. They all fall in the same year. So we're having a big party for that. And people are like, oh, come, come here, come here, do this, do that. And it's like, oh, when is it? And it's like, oh, well, that's the same day we have our party. Yes. Because of that, I know we're still getting a lot of invitations and everything. But like you said, we could do our own. Yes. Meet and And greet. greet. Absolutely. I think if we did our own meet and greet, at some point, we got to find a venue that could host X amount of people. I don't know how many people we would have. Let's just say 50. Mm Mm-hmm. 
an, a, a place that could host 50 people privately. Yes. You know. We will need the help of the girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. That would, that could work. We could make it work. So, but the reason that we've been slow is because of me. Mm-hmm. I went and got a vasectomy. You did. Then you had, you came to me after I got my, my vasectomy. You were like, you for, I mean, you saw a post yes. on Facebook. Yes. So, and you had just had your vasectomy, like, tomorrow's what, Friday? Tomorrow's yeah. Friday. So it was a week ago, last Friday, and I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a post on either the Secrets website or like the other website we're on. Uh, yeah, one of the ones we are. Yeah. And it's like, oh, has anybody's husband had a vasectomy for the lifestyle or whatever? And I was like, oh, how bizarre, like you just had that done. And so I'm going in the, the comments and like I said, there was people who were like, oh yeah, I'm just coming home from my like second one. And I was like, what the fuck is your second one? And they're like, yeah, the first one didn't take. And then there was somebody who was talking about how they've had three. That's crazy. And I was like, holy shit. Like they had their first one, then had a kid. They had a second one, then had a kid. And then they had a third. <laughs> now they finally had a third one. And I guess, I guess it finally took because of, you know, as you know, and I know you have to go back to the doctor in a month yes. and like produce come for them so they can see if you have a sperm count or not. If you have swimmers. If you have swimmers still there, <laughs> you know, but it was just, it was very interesting because I was like, holy shit. And, you know, of course it, it, you get both sides of the thing like, oh, well, even if he has a vasectomy, doesn't mean he should have unprotected sex. That's not what we're saying. You know, like you said, a condom could break. Yes. You know, but somebody could have a condom that they've had around in their pocket for, I don't know, a year or two and bust that out and it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, I, all my kids have planned because for a reason, but like my sister was here and she said, you know, that I've yeah, been she wanting was this laughing for a while. Because yeah. she was like, you've been wanting these fucking things and you were like 25 and here you are like 50 and you finally got it. <laughs> no, my like, sister's like religious. <laughs> now, it was really funny because when you first were, you got, when you first got set up and you went to the doctor and everything and you were going through this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Carlos is going to have a vasectomy. And everybody's like, what? Why? Because my tubes are tied. My tubes have been tied since my second child, six months after he was born. I was like, fuck that shit. No more kids for me. I am done. Fuck that. I'm good. I was already over 30 years old at that point anyway. Nah, I'm good. So everybody's like, what? He's getting a vasectomy? Why? Why is he getting a vasectomy? That that would make me think he was cheating on me. And I'm like, oh, dear God, shit. I fucking opened a can of worms. How the fuck am I going to explain this? And I'm like, well, you know, it's something he's always wanted for a long time. So, you know, I'm just like, you know what? Go get it. It's fine. I'm like, oh, shit. I fucking, I don't know what I did. But I should have <laughs> never, I should have never told anybody what was going on because everybody's like panicking. Like, why? Why is he getting a vasectomy? Your tubes are tied. You're not going to get pregnant. And I'm like, um, um, well, he's always wanted one. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, I always wanted one since like a young, like very young age. Right after my two first kids, I was like, that's it. But I was early. Like I've been in lifestyle very young. Well, again, your fault for marrying a younger woman who had no children. Well, she, you took advantage of me. I did not take advantage of you. What the, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't take advantage of you. Yeah. I mean, granted, I did tell you I didn't want to have any children, but I was only 25. Well. Now I hit like 28 and I was like, hey, wait a minute. I think I might want to have kids. <laughs> so again, your fault. Well, you took advantage of me this way because I was going through my midlife crisis. What the hell ever. Yes. I don't see no fucking Camaro parked outside. 
I just married mine. <laughs> Shit. But you got you got a house. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. Ooh, I don't want, want that one. No, the fuck I don't want no goddamn Camaro. <laughs> I'm like, you going through the midlife crisis now? <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, man. At least it'll be like, these motherfuckers are stupid. I need an SUV or a van. Yes, yes. That's, that's what we got to get. <laughs> I don't know if that's midlife crisis or not, <laughs> but that's what I need. <laughs> oh, but yes, that's the reason why we've been slow. So, you know, we got- you've only been a, what, like a week? Out yes. of your procedure, you're doing pretty good. The first few days were kind of rough. You did yeah. have complications yes, with I yours did. that were not expected. Because I remember sitting in the waiting room and I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, you had to take a pill before you went. <laughs> yes. One little tiny old pill. Well, I don't I don't take pills. Like, you don't. Well, for like my blood pressure. Right. Like that. But yeah. you don't take, it, it was a benzodiazepine, like a diazepine. <laughs> and... We had to take it 30 minutes prior to going to the doctor's office. So you took it and I was like, hey, you want to drive? And you're like, because I'm always used to your driving. So I'm like, hey, you want to drive? And you're like, no, I can't drive. I just took that pill. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. So we're driving. We get to the the hospital or whatever. We get out and you're kind of like, whoa, like I feel this. And I'm like, oh, really? And you're like, yeah. So we sit there because the sign on the door says they don't. Now, your appointment was at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Right. And there was another older couple yes. that was there waiting too they had an appointment at eight o'clock as well but the sign on the door says they don't open until eight thirty. we're like what the fuck how are they going to make an appointment for us at eight o'clock if they don't eat open until eight thirty? so we're just all sitting out there the older couple and us and we're just talking whatever and finally one of the nurses opens the door it was like eight fifteen, i think we're like we're open and i was like oh fuck why don't you change the sign on the fucking door that you're open <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> Anyway, you go and I'm sitting in the waiting room and I swear to God, I was there for like an hour and I was like, okay, this is taking too long. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you've been gone for too long. And then all of a sudden I heard your voice in the hallway and I was like, okay, he's alive. (laughs) Okay, he made it. He's alive. He didn't die on the table. We're good. He made it. Well, I was awake for the whole shit. So I felt a lot of it. It's guys, you know what it feels like when you get kicked in the balls? That's how it feels. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And actually, it doesn't hurt with, with, with the cut. Right. So, let me explain this to how it feels for women. You just had a period. Fuck. You had menstrual cramps. That's what it was. Welcome to our life every month. That's some shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Now, you know why my oldest son today was like, because, you know, like, we opened with, with my oldest kids. Right. Like, they, they pretty much know. But he was like, dad. Imagine giving birth is the same pain as getting kicked in the ball. Not even. It's a thousand times worse. So I'm like, but it's the closest that, that you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck, that's uh-huh. like, I feel this shit. I'm like, fuck. I mean, dude. I feel for you and I'm like, okay, baby, what can I do for you? Let me help you. You know, like I feel for you. And I'm like, you know, I know you're in pain. I'm so sorry. But in my same breath, I'm thinking, yep, this is menstrual cramps. That's what you're feeling. You're feeling period cramps because you have them in your your groin, mm-hmm. in your V, right there. Yeah. It's not in your ball sack. No, and right under your stomach. Right, yeah. Right, uh-huh. Connect. uh-huh. Welcome to our world. That's what we deal with every fucking month. And us bitches, we get up, we go to work, we deal with our children. Welcome to our life. Nah, some shit. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I know when you're about to have your period because you get cranky arguing with me and then when you got but 
I, I got freaking consideration at you because I'll be like, you do. what can I do? You do. I do? Get some medicine. Go this. Go that. So don't even go there because I do take care of you when you're on your period if, if I have You to. do. You're very good with that. But I'm, of course, you know me. I'm a stubborn old. I'm a stubborn old hag. Fuck it. I'll deal with this shit myself. I'm fine. I'm a woman. Fuck it. I, I got this. No big deal. So for word of the week. Uh-huh. This week, we got V-Save. Ah, so coincidental. <laughs> well, V-Save means vasectomy save. When a man had a vasectomy, and you're going to see this word a lot on the social medias and a yes. lot of the um, profiles, you don't see and it I a never, lot. I never knew this word until you told me about it just before you were having your vasectomy. And I saw that post and people were like, yeah, we've been V-Save. I've been V-Save. So back to our knowledgeable, you know, like Webster Urban Dictionary here that tells you everything we need to know. V-safe is a man who has had a vasectomy, thus cannot have children. A common term in the swinger slash adult community, often combined with D slash D free. Drugs and disease free. Mm-hmm. To indicate a guy you can safely have unprotected sex with, no risk of unwanted pregnancies. Yes. We could have used that word. As another word, but I fucked it up. Too bad. (laughs) The world knows. Too bad. Well, that's that's what's going on, God. I'm I'm still under a lot of pain. I still deal with it. I'm still going to work. I'm still that's right. Woman up with those cramps. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, and I feel for your pain. (laughs) It's where I do. We have a a couple that want to hang out with us and and everything, and you know we kind of play with this couple. You know we had. A little soft play, a little... That's that's the word. Yeah, a little, I would say, like, a little soft play. So, like, a little touching here, a little touching there, but nothing, like, nothing unclothed, you know, we're clothed or yes, whatever. So. But now, you're, like, at a commission for at least two weeks. Yes. So, we've already gone through week one. Let me tell you, I'm, like, literally counting down the days. I'm, like, two weeks without sex. That should, who <laughs> the fuck is going to volunteer to fuck me? Because, like... We're used to this stuff like three, four times a week, and uh, I ain't getting none for two. <laughs> I need a volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. Well, we're gonna slow down a little bit, but like we said, we gonna got we got to plan that to see if we could put the meet and greet meet of our greet. own. That yes. would be good. I think that would be really fun. After my surgery, a lot of our friends came over. And visit. Well, it turned to a freaking party instead of freaking looking at me like, oh, how were you? No, 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 not. And it was the, they came out to hang no, out. We came out. We drank. Fuck you. You couldn't drink. So sorry for you. But we all could. And we made fun of you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, what, too early? I'm like, hell no. Pick pick a weight. I don't give a fuck. I pick on my damn self. And be like, you got some balls to say that. Oh, no, sorry. You ain't got no balls right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Like, uncomfortable as fuck. You but, were. I'm sorry. Again, yeah. welcome to having cramps. <laughs> <laughs> that is mean as fuck. You know that, right? Love you. Just remember, when I'm telling you I'm on my period and I have cramps and I'm hurting, now you know what that feels like. I don't complain. Neither do I. That's right. But when you do, I pay attention. I take care of you. When I do, that means I'm like dying. Like that's I'm dying. Right. Like that's I'm right. dying, dying. I know. That's why when you say, oh, I'm, all, I'm that's why I'm there because I know you don't complain. You don't have the that compassion for people too. 
I don't. I know. I really don't. No, I, I really don't. I, I'm so sorry. I know, and and like I've been paying attention to it with like our friends and everything. I'm like, this bitch is I mean don't. as fuck. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. And I tell people at work, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but like I've been there. I've done that. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. The like, only care. people you got compassion for is your two little boys. Not even. Listen, your little fuck face, <laughs> the littlest one, and put it in the bed. He starts crying. He starts kind of getting. I was like, "What's wrong with you?" I feel like you're gonna throw up. I said, "No, the fuck you don't." <laughs> I was like, "We've already been to the doctor. There's nothing wrong with you." I said, "Stop." I said, "What's going on? Are you scared? Is there something?" I said, "You're fine. You're here. You're safe. Everything is okay. You got plenty of light. You got this. You yeah, got he's that. Scared of the dark. You're gonna have a great day tomorrow." You love your teacher. I was like, don't even start with me with that bullshit. You're going to feel sick. I feel sick to my stomach and I'm going to throw up. We've already been to a doctor. This is bullshit. Don't even start with me. Yes. So I do, but I don't. I'm like, this bitch don't got no fucking compassion. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm like, this bitch don't got no fucking compassion. I don't. Like, I've been putting, like, putting two and two together and I'm like, oh shit, this is shit that I I'll just be the first up. to tell you. And I tell the people at work, I'll be the first ones to tell them. They'll be like... <laughs> Oh, but I feel so bad. I was like, that's okay. That'll go away. Don't worry. <laughs> that, like, you care. Like, you feel bad. That's going to go away. Don't worry. It's going to go away. Because I had it. And don't get me wrong. There are people I feel for. Okay? Yeah, I know. But I've been through so much in life. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I know. I don't care. See, like me, I'm selective <laughs> when it comes care. to that. I'm selective when, I'm selective when it comes to that because... I'll think about it, be like, ah, well, she got a, he, she got a point, but sometimes they don't. And sometimes I don't have the energy to give to people. You know what I yeah. mean? Sometimes I don't have the energy to give to people. Fuck that. They don't, I can't have that leaf rent free in my fucking head. That's for sure. I'm like, with that guy, we're going to wrap it up. It was a pleasure doing the show for you. Absolutely. With that said, good night. Stay safe. Stay sexy. If you guys have any questions about the lifestyle or just want to get in contact with us, please feel free to email us at swingerscouchpodcast at gmail.com. We just might feature your question on the show, but don't worry, it will be anonymous. You can also send us a text at 352-820-8685. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to leave a quick rating or comment from where you can get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. I wanna wake up in the morning